off the record. I'm no, now it's weirder. Yeah. <laughs> I am a notary. Uh, I can depose you for this. I can put you under oath. It's liquid gold, and we don't feel like working, so we're going to do shots. 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 With tremolo. <laughs> Welcome back, everybody. It's liquid gold right here on weownthistown.net, the We Own This Town podcast network. Shout out to our producer, Michael Eads. Thank you, Michael. My name's Mike Eads. Wolf, along with my co-host, Mr. Kenneth Dedman. We are bringing back We Kidnapped Him back for an episode of shots mr pat halloran from henrietta red thank you for coming back thank you for having welcome. me I really appreciate welcome it welcome back it's a privilege now we could only do we are the th- only three people on this <laughs> earth who could do this episode <laughs> of shots because we are going to focus we are starting to rethink how we're making cocktails we're starting to drink way different things than we might have drank in the summer which brings us to the annual tradition of which five people on earth <laughs> <laughs> Three of Take five are here. In. Three of five are here. Yeah. We're talking about Zerbens. Say it. Zerbens. 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 We're about to go on a Zerbender, um, which would. Uh, uh-huh. We just gave that out a cocktail name you could use for Zerbens, which is a stone. Mercedes Benz. Zerbens Oats. <laughs> wow. That one's for you, Shana Brian. We can have it. Zelda Zerbens, uh, which led to the Ocarina of Time, a cocktail that we'll talk about a little bit later here on this episode of Shots. So Zerbenz, a stone pine liqueur of the Alps that has been made since 1797, of which 97 bottles have sold since that time. (laughs) So we're grateful to have bottle number 98 here. And we joke, but it is—it's just kind of funny. Uh, this is a this is a product of the mountains of Austria, and the amazing and forward-thinking folks at House All Pens. Eric Seed does an amazing job traveling around, finding really interesting products. Now we all love this thing because this spirit, because it is unlike anything else, and it does lend itself. It's so good in cocktails. It has a warming nature. That same warming nature that you get from chartreuse, that you get from maybe some of the great Amaros of Italy. But there's also, there's really nothing like this. It tastes like a pine cone that's wrapped up in spices. It tastes like if you maybe distilled a Christmas tree and added uh, some eggnog spices. It's a beautiful thing. Well put. And the joke that's been that the, the long running joke between me and Pat Halloran is that. Uh, I remember having a bottle when we opened Husk and he came in, he was just like, I love Zerbenz. And so we would always make him drinks. And then we started making him Zerbenz cobblers, Zerbenz old fashions. And so that became the joke. And there was even like a staff email that went out. Hey, if you see Pat Halloran, you make him a Zerbenz cocktail. If we're running low, you let me know. And, uh, so it became this running joke, and I love that. Yeah, I remember the first I love cocktail, that he was the guy. The first cocktail I ever made for Pat was a. Um, was it Ben's sh- Ramos? No, it was like a general fashion. <laughs> it was like a general fashion. I put a like knowing him. I put yeah. a spoon of Zerbenz over the top. I have a vivid memory of having been on a long stretch of working or whatever at Patterson, and you sent me a text because you hadn't seen me in a while and said, "Hey, bud, we have Zerbenz back in stock. You're welcome to come back." <laughs> <laughs> yeah, <laughs> we had drank all the Zerbens in the market between the three of us, and uh, it was out for a while, but then it came back, and so I would always send you a text. Um, 
But it's fascinating stuff. And I want to throw it back to, this was a cool uh, Food and Wine magazine article that they did uh, about three years ago, right around Christmas time. They're saying it's Christmas time. And this is the time when you drink the Yuletide liqueur Zerbenz. And they point out in the article, one interesting thing about this liqueur, how it's made, there are these trees in the Alps. And it, they say in the article, intrepid locals journey high into the Alps to pick the fruit of the Arola stone pine used to create this compelling liqueur. It's piney, just sweet enough up front, but bone dry on the finish. And it's about as festive as they come. Try it out in a holiday cocktail. And so what was your first experience with Zerbenz and how you became a fan? It was definitely just on its own. Yeah. I, I don't even remember where I was. I was at a bar somewhere. I don't think it was in Nashville. I think I was probably visiting my best friend in DC and saw it somewhere. Mm -hmm. And I was like, what the hell is that? And this guy was like, it tastes like pine. And just like, that was the, like, that was his sales pitch. And I don't think he expected a sale and was very surprised when I was like, yep, yes, please. <laughs> he wanna, probably liked it and wanna, didn't want to sell it. I want to try your weird pine shit. Yes, and yeah. I took one step and was like, this is a, unlike anything I'd ever had at that point. And even now there, there are more pine things out there like Douglas fir or clear Creek makes that excellent Douglas fir brandy. Yep. Yeah, they do. Yep. Um, but it's still very, like, this is a very on its own kind of thing. And like, mm -hmm. you know, it's Alpine style Amari have become more popular mm -hmm, too. Like mm -hmm. Capaletti makes that excellent Pasubio one that's like Alpine yeah, Subio, uh, stuff and, uh, and blueberry. Braulios. Yeah, Braulios exploding. Mm -hmm. But there's this is just so unapologetically like resiny and piney and I have always loved floral and herbaceous flavors. So like I was on board the second the second I smelled it I was like mm -hmm. I'm going to like this and then I took a sip and was like, no, I was wrong. I love this. I more than like this. I want this every day. Totally. And I think that we're maybe talking about it like it's this like difficult thing. Like it's like it's divisive or something. It's not. Yeah, it's, it's delicious. It's a it's, niche. It's weird. It's 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 not bitter. No, it's By not any means. at all. It's, uh, it's got some sweetness it's to it. It's pretty sweet, actually. It's got yeah. some nice spice to it. Um, it's made by people who know what they're doing. Yeah. And uh, it's just a really special cocktail ingredient and a really special back bar ingredient of our industry, of the bar and cocktail industry. Kenneth, what was your first uh, Zerbenz experience, or what could you share um, about your experience with Zerbenz as a bartender and a imbiber? It was with you, Mike. I bet. <laughs> you got it. You were, t you were talking about this dude named Patrick that you knew that loved it and like <laughs> shoved it down my fucking pie hole, dude. It was great. <laughs> it was great. It was a good, for the time, for what I was drinking anyway, like I was, I was drinking a lot of Amaro, you know, like over Fernet, like moving on mm -hmm. to other shit. Mm -hmm. And you're like, you know, like, try this Udavi. And I'm like, thank you, Michael. Yeah. Unfortunately, you can't fucking find it really anywhere it right and there's a funny story about will from woodland wine merchant shout out he this is the kind of thing he might carry if he ever sold any but uh you had a funny story tracking down a bottle today and you should share it yeah, yeah. so I, I went looking for a bottle i because i looked you asked me if i had one I was like i'm sure i do and then i looked and i didn't uh which means i did at some point yeah <laughs> it was empty and so i went to woodland at like 10 in the morning or something i, was, I asked will and Molly, i was like do you have any zerbens i need some zerbens for the podcast and will was like I had a bottle for like two years. Like, All right. I see where this is going. Yeah. <laughs> and he, he's like, by the way, what podcast? <laughs> Never heard of it. Yeah. Right. <laughs> I'm not sure that future I, guest. It was probably, we're probably one of us probably bought the bottle. Yeah, we, we are. One of the three of us bought that bottle. <laughs> um, but we can also, we can help them out by 
really pointing out that I think what's interesting about this bottle and its inclusion into the cocktail scene is that it comes around, you really start thinking about it. It's that time of year where ingredients start to fall off a little bit. If you're trying to be seasonal at all, Mm -hmm. you're not thinking about summer ingredients. You're not thinking about peaches and strawberries and all these other things. Um, You really look around and you're like, well, I can make old fashions. I can make Manhattans. I can make Negronis. I can do a winter Pimm's cup. I can do what I can with what I've got. But Zerbenz is one of those things that that speaks uh, to you, speaks to uh, guests in a warming Christmas spice holiday revelry kind of way. Mm-hmm. And so the first drink I think that we made at Husk with it was it was like one and a half ounces of scotch, three quarter ounces of lemon juice, half an ounce of Zerbenz. You don't need a ton of it in a drink, but you can go. You could go up to an ounce if you really want to taste it, and then you could throw a little simple in there if you really want the flavor of the Zerbenz to shine through. Maybe a dash of orange bitters, because there's a mild hint of, say, like a citrus zest, like a like like you would have in baking, and so that's a simple cocktail that you could make with it. And then a lot of people like to keep it in the freezer. And use it in martinis as well. It makes a great addition to a martini where you could do, say, two ounces of gin or vodka or whatever, what have you, and maybe a quarter ounce to a half ounce of dry vermouth and a half ounce of Zerbenz. Have you guys had any other luck yeah, with so there using was, it in cocktails? There was a drink at the Patterson House uh, right before I left, I think the last winter menu that I was there, and it was called Queen of the Alps, and it mm. was... It was a Tanqueray Martini with um, a very vanilla heavy Blanc Vermouth. It was not Dolan. It was hmm. like Bayata. It was, I think, one of the ones that 100% carries, like Bayata, Alia, something. Mm-hmm. And then just a quarter ounce of Zerbenz with some muddled mint. And it was just like this cool, sweet, herbaceous, nice, like, chill weather martini mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. that no one ordered. <laughs> oh, bummer bummer except for bartenders yeah i think exactly. outside of by itself like it begs for for a gen if you're gonna like if you're yeah gonna, i if think you're it gonna lends- put it put it with anything like i made a french 75 a for two guests at henrietta red like when we first opened it was i don't know well i guess yeah it was like february or something mm-hmm. it was still a little chill mm-hmm. like, we want to try like we like french 75s but we don't like we just we don't want to stray too far we want something that's a little like for the cooler weather and i just swapped the simple or did half quarter this and mm-hmm. simple and their minds like they still just come in and order that oh that's perfect that's great yeah that's a good example so you can use it as a sweetener you can use it to up the herbal flavors and i think like you mentioned kenneth with kenneth with gin um it can kick the herbal flavors of the gin as well it holds up to it and it can also really hold its own you can also use this i have found in hot drinks it makes a lot of sense to use it in, say, a hot toddy. Yeah, that'd be You can great. add a yeah. bunch of herbal flavor to it, uh, maybe a hot buttered rum. So it is very, very... What's the word I'm looking for? Versatile? <laughs> salubrious. It's very versatile. Salubrious, even. Uh, thank you, Kenneth. Put away the thesaurus. No. Points to Mr. Deadman. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, you can use this in a lot of different things. We love it. And we want to say cheers to Zerbenz. Cheers all these deciduous trees dropping their leaves mm-hmm. and going for a walk, maybe in the woods where mm-hmm. the evergreens are still like killing it. Maybe you pulled out your corduroy. Yeah. Yeah. Mm. Corduroy maybe jacket. a sweater or yeah. pants or both. The cardigan is back from the cleaners, but that smell in the forest when like all the deciduous trees have lost their leaves, but like 
all the evergreens are still prominent and they're like moving around getting moving moving their sap around getting ready for the winter time yeah mm-hmm. it's exactly what this tastes like it reminds me of this onion headline mr autumn man walking down street with a cup of coffee wearing sweater over plaid collared shirt <laughs> Drinking so Zerbenz. <laughs> I'm sure Zerbenz is embedded into the article somewhere. <laughs> Probably. <laughs> That's great. Might be our first sponsor now. Yeah. Well, thanks you guys for joining us for a small talk and a shot. 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 Shiggity. All right. We will see you next time right here on Liquid Gold. Find us at Liquid Gold underscore pod. For my co-host, Mr. Kenneth Dedman and Pat Halloran of Henrietta Red. Thank you, Pat. Thank you, gentlemen. We'll see y'all next time. Later, Tater. Peace out, you.